you're on the air. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Very good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know. <laughs> One more. One okay. Please, don't it be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I was just, I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh I my God! Uh, good day, everybody. It is Tuesday, November thirteenth, two thousand and twelve. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. I need to remember to start saying good day because it's evening where I'm at, and afternoon at other places, and it's actually tomorrow afternoon and you know, other parts of the world. So, you know, good day is a lot better than saying good evening. So i got to have to just remember to do that all the time. Hopefully everyone, and, okay. Hope everyone is having themselves a wonderful day today. Uh, mine was very uh, festive, very interesting. Got some more painting done. 
getting ready for a metaphysical and children's book swap. On Sunday over at the center, people can go ahead and bring in any of their metaphysical books, and they receive a ticket for every book that they bring in, and one ticket is equivalent to another book. So people just go ahead, and that's the way to go ahead and bring in a book swap. Uh, and they've uh, this is going on for a while now. They've been doing this uh, once a year, and they've actually decided to bring it into the center. So it's going to be a little festive occasion. We're going to have uh, you know a storyteller there. She wrote a book called Rupert's Tales. Uh, so she's going to be reading some uh, some from Rupert, and we are going to have some readers there. Speaking of readers, we have ourselves one heck of a reader with us again tonight. If I can find oh, there she is. Find her in the queue all the way from, actually, it's tomorrow afternoon over there. Welcome to the show, Kat Edwards. Hello, Kat. Hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure having you on here with us. Yeah, I absolutely love coming on Bila Light now. It's a great show. Well, thank you. So what have you been up to? I've been busy working, uh, seeing clients and um, also doing guest appearances and speaking events. So I've been quite busy. So um, do you have anything coming up uh, right now that you want to go ahead and promote to? Uh, yeah, I'll be appearing as a guest speaker and I'll also be giving readings at the Wellness and Psychic Expo on uh, this Friday and Saturday in Brisbane at the Morrifield uh, Community Centre. It's from 10 till 4 p.m. So if uh, any of the listeners are actually in Brisbane, Australia, then please come along and join me. You can pre-book a reading with me. And uh, you can find out all the details about that on my Facebook page, Cat Edwards, Spiritual Coach and Mentor. Or just shoot me a message and I'll, I'll tell you the phone number to ring. Nice. You're okay. definitely keeping yourself busy. Yeah, yeah. There's always something to do. Well, that's good. So Absolutely. you're preparing for uh, the uh, 1221 situation? No. <laughs> Should I be? I think the world will continue on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some people are having little parties, little get-togethers and all to, you know, and it's like, well, I'm not doing much of anything. Well, actually, it's summer solstice here, the 21st of December. So every year, because I'm Celtic, I always recognize that date. And, um, you know, that's a very special date for me because it's summer solstice. So I'll be marking it in that respect. But um, I'm certainly not going to be marking it as a, the end of the world date. Um, I've actually joined a Facebook page that says uh, that you'll be there on the 2nd of, of the 1st, 2013. <laughs> Yep. I'll be alive and I'll be here, so I've joined that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, to see every, everyone's faces and all, and you know, when the following morning, you know, everything works out fine because you'll be in, um, you know, you'll be affected by it first before me. Well, actually, the sun rises over New Zealand first, and then it comes to Australia. And the first New Year's celebration happens on Chatham Island, which is off in New Zealand. So, um, yes, it will be affected by it. And you can, if, if New Zealand explodes and then Australia, then you guys should start worrying because <laughs> ten, 10 hours later it's going to be your turn. <laughs> yep. It'll be like, oh, it's coming this way, you know, prepare. 
So yeah, that's right. So no wonder you're not prepared for it. Well, you know, why bother? It'll happen too quickly. Yeah, well, you know, I I just think now, nah, well, the world turns, life adapts and moves forward. And if there is going to be a catastrophic event, well, so be it. I'm just a little speck in the sand, really, you know. I just have to make sure that I'm uh, being a good person and loving my family and looking after them as best I can, just like everybody else. Yep. Yeah, then I always kind of wonder it. It's like, okay, we're, we're in a circular disk, and like uh, some people are like, oh, that's when we align with the center of the galaxy. I'm like... Okay, if you're in a circle, then you should be aligned with it no matter what where you're at. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, I agree with you. So. And I, some people subscribe to the idea that there will be a massive um, ascendance of Earth into the fifth dimension. Um, I've never actually read an article that explains how that's going to be apart from everybody dying. And to me, that's just as sort of... Uh, um, uh, abominable idea as those people who all committed suicide so that they could jump on a spaceship at the back of a comet. Um, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't think that everybody's going to die. I mean, you guys just went through a, a massive hurricane. Uh, you, you know, events happen on Earth. Yep. That's just part of, of life here on this planet. And if there is a big event, well, you know, so be it. I mean, I've heard... I've seen scientific documentaries that have said that there's a, a big volcano in Yellowstone National Park that is overdue to explode and the ash cloud is going to go down as far as Missouri. Um, I mean, I've also seen documentaries where they've been talking about the melting of the ice caps in um, Antarctica, Antarctica and the Arctic and the cold uh, fresh water will be going into, I think it's the Atlantic... Gulf Stream, is that right? And it would be mixing with that, causing a massive ice age, which would ice up London and everything in that latitude north. So, well, you know, that's going to affect family members of mine. So, I mean, what can I do? I could just you know, yep. recycle. <laughs> recycle. Try not to drive my car so much. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, a, a, you know, I think it's just the, um, the energy shift, the awakening that's taking place and you know, that's what I try explaining to people. I say, you know, you're hearing uh, most of these people that have started, uh, you know, talking about the end of the world are big religious leaders. Really? And, what a, you know, what a way to go ahead and control them is, so it's the end of the world, the end of the world, and keep them blind to the fact that we're just awakening spiritually. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's much easier to spread poison than it is to spread sugar, isn't it? Yeah. And... Um, you know, the the fact of the matter is that there is an en masse spiritual awakening happening. That's why you and I are able to be on radio. It's why the internet came into being when it did. And so many people are able to communicate so freely about spiritual ideas and messages and information in regards to spirituality. And, um, you know, that is why so many more people who... Uh, in the past might have been frightened or might have been misinformed are now opening their minds to it because it's everywhere and it's become normal. And also the institution of religion, no matter what religion it is, has begun to taste a little bit sour in people's minds, in, their, in the mouth, sorry, because the, the dogma 
not necessarily the spirituality of it, but the dogma of it and the misuse and the mistrust that has been created from the misuse is something people just, they're sick of. So they're not, they've not stopped being spiritual because spirituality has always been part of humanity, but they're upgrading their spirituality. They're moving away from religious dogma, though they may choose to remain in their religion, and they're starting to take on a, a more enlightened perspective. And I think that's what the big change really is. It will be an en masse, critical mass situation. You know, where you get to a critical mass situation where somebody is known of in their country and then another country and another country and finally it gets to a critical mass situation where they become world famous. It's it's the same deal with um with spiritual spiritual awakening. When once it hits a critical mass, which may be around mid mid to late December, um, there will be a complete change on earth as people begin to look to being more socially minded, um, more social consciousness, uh, less um, interested in individuality and more interested in community, more interested in helping each other, in loving their neighbour and, and focusing really on those common sense principles that people like Jesus and the Buddha and Mahatma Gandhi were, you know, discussing all this all this time. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, you know everything that she was saying about uh, the teachings and all, and the shift uh, and everything that's taking place. And that's what I try explaining to people that come to the center and want to know about it. And it's like that's you know because. Um, they're like, well, I'm starting to hear voices and see things. And it's like, well, it's part of the awakening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So, and, um, you know, and I think, too, that's the type of thing that, you know, Jesus, Buddha, um, you know, and Muhammad were all talking about the being enlightened. Yeah. Yeah, if you take the, the dogma away and the rituals that human beings have put into what uh, those people were saying and you take what they had to say uh, on on a pure format, then you can see that they were really just saying, hey, everyone, just relax, calm down and start taking a more community-focused mindset and open your mind to your own spirituality. You know, when when Jesus said, I can do anything, I can kill the tree and resurrect it, and so can you. You know, he said, I can move mountains, and so can you. And he, he, he I think he performed those miracles not because he was showing off, but because he was being an example. He was saying, well, you know, you can do this too. Well, actually, I, I have to, I'll backtrack on that. I think he might have been showing off just a little bit when he turned that water into wine. <laughs> yeah, I think he was a little too. I think that was a bit of a party, and it was like, "Hey, I could do this. Why not?" <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah, you know, let's let's have some more wine over here. You're right out, not a problem. I'll make some more for you, you know. And, yeah, yeah, that's that's a little bit of a bragging, you know. <laughs> well, he was just a man, and uh, hey, if you, I mean, if you had those cool abilities, you, you'd want to use them sometimes for a bit of fun, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, it's always fun to be able to do that. The only fun I get every once in a while is changing the red light to green. Oh, do you? When you're driving. That, yeah, I do that once in a while. I'll be like, you know, you'll see it's like, oh, man, 
go ahead and change the green and it changes. It's like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I get that whenever I'm sick of um, my car vibrating and idle, so I move it into, I move the um, car into neutral, and as soon as I do that, take it off the gear, uh, then all of a sudden the lights turn green. <laughs> it's like, oh, yep, you, you know, got to go ahead and go forward now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got sick of that. Yeah. Well, you want to go ahead and uh, take a couple of calls? I think that might be a good idea. Okay, let's see what kind of energies we have with us tonight. All right. All right, let's go to Roxanne in California. Hello, Roxanne. Oh, just lost Roxanne. Mercury retrograde. So if you end up uh, getting your call dropped, then uh, go ahead and try calling back in. Um, Arlene, usually pretty good at writing down numbers. Especially then uh, to see if you've dropped it, we'll go ahead and get you back in your spot. So just go ahead and give us a call back if your call gets dropped at all. Let's go ahead and go to Sue in Long Island. Hello, Sue. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. You're welcome. How can Kat help you tonight? Um, well, I had a couple of questions. I was just asking um, about love life. Um, hello? Yeah, I'm listening to you. Sorry, Sue. I'm I'm writing your question down so that I'm I make sure I don't forget what you want to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so what it is in regards to your love life? I mean, that's pretty general. Well, Can you be specific yeah, for me, sure, please? Sure. Sure. Um, mm. Old boyfriend came in, like is like just texting me and talking to me on the phone. Then one guy likes me, I, but I don't like him. He's just like a friend. Another guy I like. Now, do you see any of them working out or someone from the past or the future? I mean, or someone now, or what do you see with all of this? Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just cleared the frog out of my throat. Um, firstly, the guy that likes you and you don't like him, let's just put him aside for a minute because uh, you know, I don't think that's going to work out. I, I don't get a, a real positive romantic feeling from him what I do get from him is that he's a nice guy and that he would be a good friend but I'm also hearing platonic platonic okay so leave leave that guy yeah leave that guy be um though he may always have a little thing for you and and uh, go out of his way for you I don't see him not being around you in your life for I'm getting a period of 10 10 months, 10 years, this fellow is going to be there around in your life for the long haul. Um, But he's a nice guy and it's a platonic thing. And I'm also seeing for him a wife and a child coming up and I'm getting two to three around that. Two to three, I'm getting years for him. So that fellow, wish him well and be his friend. He's a very nice person and he is seeking a wife, but you're not it. Now, the old boyfriend they're telling me he's he's acting out of curiosity he's um there's an event that's happened in his life which has made him start to remember people from the past and it started a, to generate a want and a need to reconnect um i can see that and and i'm just going to describe this <laughs> it's it's past 10 o'clock where you are so it can it can it be a little bit extricated michael <laughs> Sure, it's late night here, you know, not a problem. All right, we're all grown up. Look, I, I um Sue, I can see that you might, you know, choose if if you chose to get a bit frisky with him and um, you know, go all the way, 
it would be uh, hot, steamy and fizzle out. Okay, um, that's a friendship. It's something that has it may you may choose to explore, but I don't see you're in two different places now, and you may come together and have a bit of a fling, but I don't feel that it is the right response that you will get from him. They they keep saying it won't be the right response. So there's something that he's going to say that's going to trigger your radar. And you'd be like, mm, no, that's not what I needed to hear. Or you know, maybe it might be sounding a little chauvinistic or there's just something, there's something that I'm, you know, now I'm just trying to interpret it. What they've said is it won't be the right response. So I'm going to leave that with you with him. Now the other guy, here I'm hearing he is truth. Do you find that he is a truthful person? Yes. Yeah, because that, <clears throat> excuse me, that is the that is what guides are saying. He is truth. So this fellow is pretty much straight up man. What you see is what you get. I'm also getting a silent type, somebody who's strong. He doesn't interfere much in other people's lives. He has a character about him, but he doesn't reveal his character until he really gets to know you. He is also the sort of soul who would be a keeper and they're saying he is a very kind soul but he also has a lot of insecurities and he's seeking someone who's right but there must be someone who also has a pure and kind heart to be worthy of him. So um if I and and I you know if you feel that you are that person then I would pursue a friendship with him that goes on several um, friendly dates that then can, you know, uh, becomes friendlier and friendlier until it crosses the line because this fellow needs to build and establish trust. So this this guy, I feel, is a keeper. He's the one who will stick around with you, would support and love you, but he needs to be nurtured into a romance. He's not the sort of fellow who would pick up a romance um, lightly, um, though he may have bedded a few women in his time or you know had had a few flings um when it comes to matters of the heart i feel he's very guarded so and and but i just keep seeing him being very respectful and i'm also being shown that he's very respectful to his mother oh my god you're good do you think he likes me um at this point in time yes but uh he's you know how if have you ever met a guy who's a really lovely person, beautiful heart, and you've you've given him the signal that you like him, and he's so dumb he doesn't notice, and you've got to slap him over the head with a dead fish to get him so, someone to notice? Look, yeah. I like you. <laughs> I, you I know. Like I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, um, that's just the way men are wired, unfortunately. They're not always, even though they are looking they're the pursuer and, and women are the attractor, sometimes they just don't see that the one they want is right in front of them. And so he's being very respectful to you. He's treating you as a gentleman should. And um, because of that, he's he's probably got that guard up a bit more because he doesn't want to cross the line and make you feel like you're uncomfortable. So you may have to make the first move. And the vision that I'm getting here is having a few... Um, lunches, dinners, and laughing and joking and, and really playing on enjoying that friendship. And then one day when it feels right, just reach out and grab his hand and squeeze it while you're laughing and look into his eyes. And then okay. if he still doesn't get it, 
then do what I did and have a few drinks and jump on his lap and ask him out. That's what I had to do with my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, so you think the one who wants a wife, like if I'm looking to be a wife, you don't think I should just go with him just to go with him? No. No. And Look, that's that's never going to be a good idea. Going with someone just because they like you and you're not sure if you like them is, is a, um, I, I don't mean to be offensive, but it's a waste of time for your heart. Your heart is an incredibly precious thing and your bed is your sacred space and um, it, it shouldn't be gifted lightly. You know, this is a gift that you have for another human being and um, it, it is something that is a, a beautiful thing and true love is really worth nurturing okay i have a real quick question i just have to ask this um yeah. do you think the truth will be told uh, found out about my ex-husband and my son come back to me i think in my heart he will i just heard a big yes oh my gosh when i am uh okay I'll, all right, I'm I'm not here to tell you what you want. I'm te- here to tell you what I hear um, and what I'm being shown. The, the message is yes to the first question. The second question is it may take a little longer than you think, but in retrospect, when you look back at everything after it's all said and done, you will understand why. And right now they're asking you to prepare, prepare, prepare. Prepare yeah. yourself and then everything will take place when it does fall into place it will take place very very quickly it will challenge you but it will you will be wise and from there you will be able to push it forward and make it happen so there's some delay but when but it happens but it look what's some delay like 2 months 6 months a year 10 no oh no 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 I'm not not years goodness me Everyone will end up having cobwebs on their heads waiting for that to yeah. happen. Okay, okay. Well, look, what I'm going to do is cheat and use my pendulum to swing around. We're going to look for months here to see how many months it swings to. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six and a half? Six and a half to seven. Okay, so there is a delay. Now, is this, oh. is this, a legal, is this legal action that we're talking about? I don't know yet because I'm trying to, I don't know how to explain it without going on air. I'm real quick, I'm trying to get something founded so that he can come back to me, but I don't know if it's going to be founded and then it would have to go to court or something. Okay. Well, that might be the delay, find, having that founded, okay, putting all of that. But they're, they're, they're saying a big yes. And they're saying, prepare, prepare, prepare for action. You will be wise to it when it happens, and it will all fall into place. It will come about very quickly when it does. And in retrospect, you will find that it was all worth the wait, and you will understand. So it's one of these things where you have to look back, and you know, you go through the journey, and then look back and go, oh, I understand why that happened, and why I had to wait there, and why this and that happened. So just you know, believe. Yeah. And know in yourself that everything is going to come true. Well, okay. about six months, school's out, so he's maybe he'll just go to school there where he is now, then come back with me. And I just started a new job, so maybe they're preparing me for that. Well, you see, that that would make sense to create a situation where it's much easier for your child to transition, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, see, there's a different school year system here in Australia. My kids finish school um, 
my eldest one finishes at the end of December, November and the the other one finishes at halfway through December on the 14th and that's then for their su summer holidays. So uh, they've got two months off and they come back in at the end of January, beginning of February. So yeah. Our Theirs is not till end of June. Yours doesn't, so I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, look, just just believe that everything's going to work out, okay? And believe that your heart is a gift. Believe that your bed is a sacred space and that your heart is a gift and nobody but the one is worthy of your heart and your bed. Okay, okay thank you. All right, thank you so much. You're great. Thank you. Thank and you. I'm glad you said it will be found and I'll get him back. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let us know how it goes, Sue. I will. All right, bye-bye. So how can everyone reach you to Kat for private readings? Yep, they can connect with me at patrickclairplant.com. My first name is Okay, yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, so it's at Cat Edwards Clairvoyant dot com. Cat is C A T. That's right. Okay. Good. See if we can. Uh, I know Skype's been acting up a little strange lately. Yeah. So let's see if we can help out. I hope I get this right. I, I, it's hard for me. But um, Denise. It is Denise. Okay, I get it confused. Sometimes I say Dennis. It's like, oh. <laughs> so Hi, how Kat. can Cat help you? Hi, Cat. Uh, Hi, Cat. My my question is on employment. I'd like to know if you see any opportunities coming for me soon. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if this makes any sense to you, but this is what I'm getting. Uh, first of all, they said, you have a strong sense of yes. So I think within yourself you know that, yes, the answer is that there will be some employment. Whether or not you're worrying and, and ignoring that is another thing. But the issue is that your guides are saying there is in you a strong sense of yes. Now, there's also a guesstimate. So it's not an estimate, it's a guesstimate. And this guesstimation has something to do with the work that you will be doing. What What are you qualified in, if I may ask? Yeah, my background is sales and management. I've always been in a leadership role. Mhm. Mm okay. Again, again they keep saying there's that strong sense of yes. I don't know why they keep saying that to me, but that's what guides are saying. So yes, there is work coming for you. Um and also again with the yes and there's also guesstimation. So you all right, what sort of work would involve guesstimation in your field where you would you would be looking up, say you would be looking at analyzing stuff and you would get to a point in the data where you would have to uh, create a projection that would be a guesstimate. That's the, the type of role that you would be in. So you would be in a, um, if you were in a, an upper management position maybe or an assistant to somebody who was in an upper management position, you would be trying to put forward some facts that would help for financial projections in the year. Now, they're also saying to me, um, beyond that, they're saying 
do not try to go under yourself. Do not apply for any old job, any old thing. And don't listen. Keep ignoring people who say you should just go for any job right now, any job would do. You need a job that's worthy of you because you've got to get up every morning and go there and you've got to want to do it. And also for you, passion is a really important thing. And so it's passionate is is what I want you to be passionate about the jobs that you apply for and passionate when you speak about them but also passionate about the people that you you potentially will work with and you need to also remember that when you're going into an interview it's not just you are um are the one who needs the job they need you otherwise they wouldn't have put the job um you know they wouldn't have put it out there so you interview them as much as they interview you you want to know if they're happy you want to know if they feel that this is a stable business or company. And you want to know if your future lies there or not. So um, apart from the fact that you want to know whether or not it's a joyful work environment. Um, now, also, I, I don't know where you live, but the mining industry comes to mind as well. And um, the... Uh, Either you're going to be working around directly with mining industry, but I, I feel more like you might be working. Um, so, so you've, you know, in a, in, a, in a township, like I used to live in Mount Isa, which is in outback Queensland, and there was a mine there called Mount Isa Mines. It's now run by Extrata. And that was the central business of that town. And then because of that business, there were all these other businesses that came, like Kmart, KSC, McDonald's, um, Pizza Hut came. Uh, you know, a whole lot of other businesses came that basically survived because that mine was there, which was creating the business. So there's big business around you, but it's in mine. And there's an, there's an integration experience here too. So the company that you might work for, um, I mean, that you're going to work for, may possibly have already done a takeover and be integrating two companies into one, or they're the type of company that integrates, that takes over and integrates and moves moves businesses around. So uh, I know that's, that's uh, I don't know how specific enough that is for you, but basically mm. the answer is yes, there is job waiting for you. Stop listening to the naysayers telling you you can't go for a position you really want. Start believing in yourself and in that passion that you have for the work that you do and go for something a little bit interesting. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm after. I I'm, I'm very picky. I could have probably just taken anything, but I'm not for the exact reasons you just mentioned. I want it to be right. I want it to have definitely have passion. Now, you mentioned something about mining. There's no mining here where 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 I live. Mm -hmm. There's That's okay. not in the state. Yeah. All right. It's not um, in my state. But you... Okay, I, I mean, look, I've just got to trust what I'm being shown. And like I said to you, I didn't feel it was the actual mine, but a business that lives because of the mining industry. You understand? Okay. 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 So there's businesses that provide a lot of things to the mining industry that are only exist because the mining industry has a demand for what they provide. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Okay. So... Uh, and also, as you were talking, I heard head office, head office. So there is a head office around you as well for this okay. business. 
All right. What the the main thing, you know, don't worry about all of that. That's all just the detail. What we really want you what you guides are really wanting you to focus on is yes. Yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, it will happen. It's only a matter of time of me finding the right job. And as, as we're speaking, I'm seeing you looking in the newspaper. And though you may have done it a hundred times, this time there's a good feeling when you open the newspaper. You look down, you run your finger down the ads and you see it. And you go, that's the one for me. That's my job. I know it. And you just apply for it and you'll get it. Okay. You know, there's so, very few... There's um, there's not as many ads on the, in the newspaper as there used to be because everything is on the Internet, so you still feel it will be in the newspaper. That's the vision that I've got. Okay. Now, whether or not – look, I mean, you've got to remember that the guides are showing me an image that they're projecting to me that makes me uh, interpret that. So for me, it – the vi the vision that I saw was you sitting at the kitchen table looking through a newspaper. Now, if you generally look through a newspaper online, then it will be an online newspaper. But the, the, the that's what I was seeing, okay? And you, you're looking through the newspaper, and you've probably done it a 100 times before, but this day there's a good feeling. You look through and you say, that's the one for me. I'm going for it, and you'll get it. So I focus more on that. I'm yeah, I do get the newspaper on Sundays, so I will make sure I take another hard look. Okay. But, um, you know, just remember that the vision also said, as as it was going, it said, oh, you feel like you've done this 100 times before. So you've just got to remember that when it comes, it's meant to be. It's meant to be yours, and you'll have that feeling. I don't know, have you ever had that feeling like... um? Uh, you know, you go to the ATM and you just know that you've received a, a bigger, you know, pay than you expected or something like that. There's something in there you didn't know you, you had as you drove up to the ATM, but as you got to it, you went, oh, I just know there's something in there. And you check it out and go, hoo <laughs> It's that sort of feeling. It's like, I oh, just have this really good feeling and bang, there it is. And that's meant for you. Okay. Um, do, do you see this happening after the new year? Ah, good question. Let's have a look. Um, okay. Is there a big event coming up in your life? I mean, everybody's got Christmas and New Year, but this is aside from that. Is there a big event coming up? Well, I'm going out of state to visit my family for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Okay. But that's the only thing that's happening. All right. The reason I say that is because God's just said after the event. Mm, okay. Okay. Maybe after and the holidays. Yeah. So whatever you, while while you're away, there will be an event, and okay. it will be after that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good enough for me. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Janice. It was wonderful speaking with you. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Oh, beautiful readings. Thank you. Let's go ahead. We'll take one more, and then we'll go ahead and take a break. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Okay. Let's go ahead and bring on Amy from Wisconsin. Hello, Amy. Hello. Hi, Kat. How are you this evening? Hi. Oh, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. How can Kat help you? 
Well, I wanted to ask Kat about my career as well or um, future employment. I've been making big transitions in my life, and um, I'm wondering what possibly she sees me doing six months, a year down the road. Okay. Um, Whatever you're going to be doing that far down the road, it's going to be something that you find relaxing and you also enjoy. So you're really going to be... And Look, the reason I say this, and you probably don't do it, but I'm getting some cryptic visions tonight. I've got a vision of you sitting enjoying knitting. <laughs> that sounds stupid, but that's what I've got. And it came, it hit me as soon as you said, "What, well, what will I be doing? And I mean, I don't expect that you'll be a professional knitter, but no. what I... <laughs> well, I I can only identify people who sit and knit as they do it because it's a hobby and they enjoy it and it's relaxing and it's something that they feel and a sense of achieve at, or achievement from at the end. So you're going to be your your work situation is going to calm down. It's going to hit into a groove and you're going to start to really enjoy it and you're also going to be able to turn over achievement after achievement after achievement. And there is for you at the end of next year, I don't know if you're doing it already at the end of this year, but the um, you have asked me to project my mind into your timeline, so I am seeing at the end of next year that there is a big like pageant or a big festival event that you will be helping to put together. You'll be co-hosting or, or helping to put together. And that's going to really showcase a lot of um, the abilities and talents of the people that you work with. And, it, oh, okay, they're telling me it's like a gala event, not a pageant, like a gala event. So there may be an industry event and you'll be highly, highly gratified for it. So where you're going is into a position of power and respect and gratitude. And gratitude for you, I mean, you'll be grateful, but others will be grateful to you as well. So whatever reshuffling you've been doing in your life for your career now, know that you just have to trust it because where you're headed is into a very, very strong position. And I'm getting a period of five around that work detail. So I think that you will be in that position for about five years before another transition hits you. And at that time, you're going to be considering your age and whether or not you want to take on a promotion or you want to downsize. At that time, there's going to be a decision about how much more work you want to take on and whether or not you want to get away. Now I'm also hearing Honolulu so I think that there is going to be time out, there's a holiday coming up for you and um, there's also an event there at Honolulu which is going to be quite an interesting event but it is going to be a happy event so there's going to be a, a strong focus there. It might be a work experience or an experience where you'll be going to see a, a speaker or somebody who who gives you soul gratification is the word that I'm getting and this is also going to help to knit and gel that feeling of being wanted of having satisfaction and affirmation that you are somebody who is worthy and also they're telling me now they're showing me affiliation affiliation so there are people that you are going to meet network with and affiliate with who are also going to help your star rise and shine does that make sense to you 
<laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, what you say is I, I believe it to be true, but um, right now I haven't got a clue what that would be because I, I'm in transition. I'm just trying to start over. Okay. What you need to do, Amy, is trust. Okay? Trust right. big time in where you're being positioned in your life. If you feel that it is right for you to go into a job that you've been working to get into, go for it. If you feel you go to the interview for a job um, and it doesn't feel right, do not go in that direction. Listen to your heart and trust it. You, I feel at this timeline, I mean, you've asked me to project into the future and the timeline that you're taking now, the decisions that you're taking now are right and where you're headed is into a position of respect and authority, gratitude from others, gratitude from yourself, very, very heart-focused. It's going to be a great place to be. So I think from any, anything that you can take from what the reading is saying to you is, uh, first of all, it's guidance and it's saying to you, trust yourself. And always take a measure of trust from your heart. Sometimes it's always better to just close your eyes, go within into your heart and sit with the subject and think about it. And if the answer is yes, then that's where you need to be. Your conscience always tells you right from wrong and your heart will tell you because your heart's linked to your conscience. You know, you're, you're, I mean, that's the timeline I'm seeing. So I think that you're going, you're going to go far. You know, you you really just have to believe in yourself. You, you're going to go really far. Well, I do believe in myself, and when I know it comes up, when it comes up, it'll I'll I'll know it. I'll have that all knowing feeling. It's it's yeah. the patience and the trust and the accepting of you know when is it going to come and when am I going to get busy doing whatever I'm going to be doing. But um, <laughs> oh, I know yeah. that one. Uh, all in God's time, they say, and you think, well, come on, God, it's time now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Can you tell my legs are anxious to get going? <laughs> Look, I, I, I know that it's already mid-November, mid, uh, but I keep seeing by mid-December there will be a change, and then there will be another very set-in-stone change by mid-February. So you might get some... Um, sort of transition-y work over the December-January period, but there is definitely a big, big change happening in February, which is going to be the one that sets sets you in motion for the path that I've seen you going in. You'll be passionate and in, you'll be able to survive. You'll be able to pay your bills. You'll be able to walk through that. You're walking through the night right now, but to remember that it gets darkest close to dawn, but when dawn starts to light up, it's the most beautiful, glorious thing you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just trust in yourself. You'll be fine. Uh, yeah. I I am trying to keep that trust. That's, mm -hmm. you know, and I know it's all probably planned for me, but, oh, the waiting is hard. Well, you know, in the meantime, see if you can uh, pick up some... Um, afternoon shifts at a cafe or whatever your skill set is, go and go and get something that just helps you through. Uh, Knitting. I know, I know. It's, look, I don't dictate what my mind does with my guides and everything else. They just have information at me. <laughs> it's funny, but honestly, I mean, my mother knits and she's so content when she knits. 
And uh-huh. I guess that they showed me knitting because the one person I know in the world who who obsessively knits and is happy to do it and churns out one um, garment after another and then therefore has uh, regular senses of achievement is my mother. And so knitting to me represents feeling content, having regular senses of achievement, a um, little bit of a challenge. She often forgets what stitch she's up to and she's writing them down and I don't know what she's doing there. And and she also chooses all these weird different <laughs> coloured um, balls of, of um, uh, yarn to use. And anyway, it doesn't matter. She, she does it because she loves it. And so that, to me, is what that vision was about. Right. So, it. yeah, Kat, I totally relate. <laughs> totally. <laughs> go, go knit jumpers and enjoy. <laughs> Okay, thank you. All right, lots of love to you, Amy. You've got a beautiful, beautiful spirit. Thank you so much. You do too. I appreciate it. Have a good night, dear. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, she has such wonderful energies about her. Yes, she does, doesn't she? All right, we're going to go ahead. We'll take a short little break, and then we'll be right back. Okay. All right, everybody, don't forget to visit Kat Edwards. Visit her website. Let her know real quickly while we're taking a break how much you appreciate her on the show tonight. And we'll be right back in just a few moments. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. Just put your paws up. You were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all superstars. She pulled my hair with my lipstick on in a glass of purple dry. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are, she said, cause you made me perfect, babe. So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far.
queen Whether you're broke or evergreen Your black, white, face, your legend Your Lebanese, your Orient Whether life's disabilities Left you outcast for leader tease Rejoice and love yourself today Cause baby, you were born No medication to violence Being transgender retrograde affecting you? I wasn't aware of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, did you, uh, did you um, have any of the solar eclipse? Yes. You did? Yes, yes. And um, apparently 60,000 people from around the world converged on far north Queensland, um, in particular Cairns, which is a big town we've got on the coast there in far north Queensland, to see the eclipse. And it was a bit touch and go because the clouds were in the sky, but they did get to see it. And, uh, of course, we knew about it, and we planned to get up and see it in the morning. And then um, it came at 6.55 a.m. Well, we were just sort of waking up, and then the bin guy came along the street, and we raced outside to take the bins out. And the sun rises at 4 a.m. at the moment for us because we're coming into summer. And it was strangely dark but there were no clouds in the sky and you know neither of us sort of said anything about it but looked at each other quizzically and then came inside and suddenly it was bright again and I turned on Facebook and everyone was talking about the eclipse and I went oh don't <laughs> slap my forehead oh yeah that's right <laughs> uh, yeah I know they're going to be having a partial one or something in the United States uh, in a couple of years so well, I heard there's a lunar eclipse coming up as well, which is happening in November. Um, so I don't know when, but um, there's been some. Apparently, there was a blue moon last month as well. Yes. So there's, there's lots of funky things happening astrologically. So I'm 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 not a an astrological person. I do read my astro. Um, I, I do know about it, but I'm, I'm no expert. Um, but uh, I'd love to hear from somebody who is, who uh, knows how it all affects people, because I, I'm not clued up on that. But I, I certainly haven't had any sort of difficulties 
with um, Mercury in retrograde. It seems that every couple of months people are throwing their hands up saying, ah, oh, Mercury is in retrograde again. Damn, yep. Mercury seems to be retrograde all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone tries to blame poor Mercury on, on everything that's going haywire. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm looking forward to Hopefully I'll see the lunar uh, the lunar eclipse again soon, but uh, I'm not sure when when that's going to be. But because uh, I've seen a couple of them, uh, you know, I've been lucky, especially here in Florida, to have nice clear skies and yeah. uh, you know see the moon turn a nice orangey color. So it's always interesting to see. But that's the one thing I haven't seen was a solar eclipse. No, have you uh, have you ever been close enough to the equator to see the sun set as the moon rises? I'm sorry. I said, have you ever been close enough to the equator to see the sun set as the moon rises? No. Oh, that's a no. sight. That would be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, we're close enough to the equator in North Queensland to, to see that occasionally. And um, so you've got one side of the horizon and the sun setting and the other side the moon's rising. And the moon is obviously reflecting the sun's direct light so it's bouncing this beautiful uh amber clear amber color off the moon and it's just an amazing sight hmm now i have seen the moon during the daytime which is kind of yeah. really odd <laughs> yeah. it's like wait a minute it's supposed to be out during the you know at nighttime and also but yeah you see it out during the daytime it's kind of interesting makes you feel a bit like you're in a star trek movie when that happens yep <laughs> Makes you realize, ooh, we are part of the universe. <laughs> I know, I love uh, I love going outside and um, far enough away from the city to where I can go ahead and see, um, you know, quite a bit of the stars and all. And, and I like just looking up things, just wondering. It's like, okay, eh, there's somebody up there saying, oh, you stupid earthlings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your silly worries and carrying on and um they've they've already been through that and evolved and and they can see how simple it is for us to just change and and evolve as well but so many of us are still focused on fighting yeah maybe one of these uh one of these sanctuaries it'll change we can no, only hope. I, yeah i think it's going that way no, and and if there is, if if there all the the doomsday people are right, and there is a cataclysmic event, well, that'll snap people out of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so there's nothing like something like that to force people to cooperate and put aside their differences. And I know there's a, a show on TV, especially here in the states, called uh, Revolution. Uh huh. And it's where they, you know, the the power went out around the world. Hmm. And it's like years later, and they're trying to go ahead and live, and it's some sort of like a necklace that can go ahead and turn power back on. And, um, you know, some people are saying that that's what's going to happen, too, that, you know, when when this alignment happens, we're going to lose the electricity. And it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. See, I, I don't know if we will, because spirit likes playing with electricity too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it won't happen either. No, because it, you know that was that was a a destined fate of humanity to have electricity, and once we had electricity, spirit could communicate with us more and more, and of course now we have the internet and spirit can communicate with us even better, 
and the the internet is a, a physical to me it's a physical representation of telepathy and um it's just the next step there's just going to be the next step in in um technology which will take us into a virtual world um all we have to do is turn on our device and we'll be there and we'll be communicating on an another level uh which will use a, a telepathic input it's only a matter of time and um spirit at that time will really be able to guide us and you know there will be no denying people like you and me because spirit will be there answering those questions directly and and um and making people understand that the seers were the the good the good honest ones were not playing games all this time Yeah, I know spirits always playing with my uh my electronics. Mm. So, well, let's go let's grab another call here. Let's see what okay. we can do for Mary in New York. Hello, Mary. Hi, how are you, Mike? Doing great, my dear. How can Kat help you tonight? Well, I just want a general reading. Uh, hi Mary, how are you? I'm great, Kat. How are you? I'm not bad, thanks. How did you go in the hurricane? Well, I lost power for five days, but my friends down in Rockaway Beach are just totally devastated. I've right. never in my life seen anything like that. I was there last Tuesday to help out, and uh, it's going to take a long, 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 long time to even get halfway through. It's devastating. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I saw the images on television, and... It's amazing that there was a massive fire as well as the awful storm all at once. In and a couple of places down in Rockaway, 110 yeah. homes in Breezy Point, uh, a couple of restaurants and uh, a couple of other stores along the boulevard. Just absolutely mm -hmm. devastation, you know. But the gift that I got from that was watching people help people. Mm -hmm. People that yeah. lost everything helping their neighbors and I think that's what the big shift is that's coming I agree you know um, I, I, but I am in recovery and um, I said a general reading but um, I had met my soulmate and he had unfinished business with the wife who took his kids out of state and um, he moved down there about a year ago and we've always kept in touch you know I love him he loves me but he loves his kids more than he loves me yeah. Just recently, he got honest with how he felt about me, and, um, you know, he, he's hoping that through the devastation up here that he'll be able to get some work, um, and now his phone is disconnected because money is really that bad where he went to. Do you see that this is going to go somewhere? Oh, I... Look, as you were talking, I had to write this down. Heart, song, and prayer. His heart sings for you. His heart sings for you. And he, um, he's singing you to him and him to you in his heart. And the prayer is his song. He's, th this is very much a love that needs to go somewhere. And, and it will, it will develop. Um, and I, as I'm speaking to you, I'm hearing he is coming to you, um, and he's coming to you stronger, 
and better for it. So he will have an adventure, but when he comes back, he'll be a better man for it. There was some humility and some issues around his uh, judgment of character with others. Um, and again, they're saying a strong sense of humility. Did he always possess that or was that something he needed to have? Because they keep telling me about humility and a strong sense of humility. I think what's happening to him, like, me and him have been in and out of AA. We knew each other, you know, from across the room. And uh, mm -hmm. he was a, a mess-up, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a mess-up, too, but he was more of a mess-up. And uh, he, I think he had to learn a lesson that you can't just stay there for the kids if you need mm -hmm. to not be in that. Not just in a sexual way. But in compassion, he's an amputee, and I used to sit and rub his stump. And and I don't think he's ever had that, not from his mother, not from his wife, not from anybody. He was always, he's a great guy. I mean, funny as hell. But he did a lot of damage along the way, you know. And um, and once he, the, the wife found out that he met somebody and was real serious about them, she put the hook out. And rope them back in, and he's miserable. So mm. he had to learn humility. You know, he went mm. back. I let him go. You know, I cried. I said, go ahead, go. I know. You know, fair play to you. You love your kids more than you love me. Not many men can say that. But I think he's starting to realize it's not only about the kids. You know, the kids pick up on everything. You know, and uh, he had to learn humility. He had to be mm. knocked to the ground. Yeah. And that, well, that's why he went away. He could not prove himself to be worthy of you until he had learned that humility so that he could come back to you as a whole person and not as somebody who was still coming from a, any position of um, selfishness or self-righteousness. So this humility has changed him. This humbling factor in his life has changed him. Now, I don't know how old his, t his children are, but when they are teenagers, they are going to want to be with him. So uh, now his stump, is that his leg? Yes. Okay, yes. good, because he can use his hands. Um, now, I don't know if he's a carpenter, but I keep hearing carpentry work for him. And He is a carpenter. Okay. Good. Um, and the, he's right in thinking that there will be work for him in the rebuild up where you are. Okay. Um, but uh, you may choose to relocate to an appropriate location for him to get to and from work easily. Well, he's that the one that's got to relocate to me because I'm closer. Yeah, to yeah I understand that. But when, when you're living together, mm -hmm. there... Um, and there's a big question mark in over the the message. So it's a choice. You don't have to do it. It's a choice. Right. It's a choice coming up to whether or not the two of you relocate to a place that will be easier for him to access his work. But not only that, there's a lifestyle as well. It's a lifestyle change. So um, the answer for you is whether or not he's meant to be yours, bird fly free, if you come back and then you're meant to be with me. The answer is, yeah, he's meant to be with you. His heart sings for you. His, his song is a prayer, and the prayer will be answered. 
However, it's it will take a little time till all he has to do is get all his ducks in a row, learn all his lessons, and door will open for him to return. How long do Pretty you think quickly. that will be? Do you know? I'm getting a period of three. I'd say three weeks to three months, and okay. he'll be back in your arms. And those children of his will follow him when they're teenagers, if they're not teenagers already. They're not. They're and only going to be nine years old this month, actually. Nine. Um, something else. Is his phone going to be put back on? Because, I mean, he started calling me every day. Uh-huh. Yes. And I'm here, yes, very soon, but prepaid. Yeah, that's what he does, $50 okay. a month. All right. Yes. He will find a way to do that. I think that he's getting little bits of work here and there. He's got to watch. And this is a warning around him. People who are shady may uh-huh. try and suck him in. And he's got to stop as soon as that, because the the quick fix, the you know the quick dollar, the the quick way in is not the answer for him. He needs to do the long, arduous task of learning that humility. And it would be much better for him to turn his back on somebody who's shady, who's offering him ten thousand dollars, and go and get a job packing groceries for a hundred dollars, because he would get himself in a stronger position in his life through that. So the best thing that you can do is write to him now. If you can't speak with him, write to him. Send him cards and, and I can't. continue. You I can't? can't do that. He's living in that? her home. She open his mail? She, she's got control over him all over. She what about, what about um, sending it to the local post office? contact your local post authority and see how you can get a letter to him because in in Australia you can if people are traveling you can send and they say look I'm I'm going to be in uh, say the town Wagga Wagga I'm going to be in Wagga Wagga you want to send me some mail then just send it to the Wagga Wagga post office and they go and they pick it up from there so what uh, uh what often happens is if you send something that's registered post they will get um a a card in the mail from the post office saying this is registered post come and pick it up and you have to have identification and a signature to get it so she can't go and pick it up mate there's ways there's ways and there's ways if you want to continue the friendship and the love find a way around somebody who's a controlling idiot like her right you you take control I was going to poke him on Facebook. He told me that he, he joined Facebook, and I told him not to friend me because she knows about me. She knows that um, he loves me. Why are you so afraid of her? I don't, want, I don't want to mess it up for him and the kids. She took the kids away from him before. She moved out of New York into Pittsburgh, and he went spiraling down. Mm-hmm. You know, that was before I met him. And then I met him when he 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 got back into recovery. Okay, but now he has you. Now he has love and support in his life. Right. So send him send him you know a love letter once a week, registered post only he can collect it, and um, ask him to go to a cafe and write to write you back and and to send it to you without her knowing if if you need. But continue the friendship, and um, uh, you know, ask friend if you can friend him on Facebook and ask him only to con- communicate with you via inbox. 
and um, just block her. Because if you block somebody on Facebook, then they can't see your interactions on Facebook. Right. Okay? okay. So that way you Thank don't you put so anything much. on. Thank you I appreciate okay? it. Lots of love, Mary. You're a really beautiful person, and you've got a beautiful love there that's worth nurturing. Love to you, too. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome, Mary. Have a good night. You, too, love. All right, let's go ahead and take Val from New Hampshire. Hello, Val. Hi. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Doing good. How can Kat help you tonight? Thank you. Um, hi, Kat. Um, Hi. I'm just wondering what you see around um, love for me. <clears throat> okay. You've got a very strong spirit. You've got a very strong spirit energy around you at the moment too. Do you feel that? Um, when you say strong spirit around me, like what do you mean? I'm not quite sure. I'm following, but I may be following. Okay. All right. Um, one of your guides is very much into you right now, really into you. They're they're making their image known to me and they come with a lot of love and they're really, really guiding you at the moment. And one of the reasons that you're feeling all this yearning and love and I want love and I want love is because your guide is pumping love into you. It's like Cupid except it's a guide. I just just want to get this person who's your guide and cuddle them. They're just so beautiful. You've got this beautiful love energy around you at the moment. Are you, um, you're not in a relationship just now, are you? No. Well, when you said energy around me, uh, well, you said it's guides because I'm feeling someone's energy very strongly around me. But it's for yeah. someone, not a guide. Well, well, your guides are someone. They just don't wear a meat suit. <laughs> no, 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 I mean I'm feeling like a specific person. Okay. All right. Let's go. So you want you you want to pursue a um friendship to see if this guy I'm assuming you you're heterosexual, you may not be, but that's your business. Um I am, this, I am. Yeah, okay. Um this this guy you want to pursue a relationship with him and see where he goes or just start with a friendship because you've got... Well, here's the thing. I've already had a relationship. It's a very negative situation. It's been a crazy negative situation for many, many years. But every now and then I'll get his energy around me very strongly. And it's just very taxing on me because I try to stay away. I try to... I change my phone number. I've... You know, I've I've done like so many different things, um, and probably like every once in a blue moon we reconnect, but then it turns really hostile and bitter. And then I don't talk to him for a very long time, and then I get his energy all over me. And it's like okay. I just wanted to stop, or I wanted to stop because of all the negative and craziness. But if I knew it would finally get right or go right, then I'd be okay with it. Okay, couple of things. Um, I've I've just been as you've been talking, I've been wanting a clarification as to the energy that I saw. Was it the guy or was it a guide? And the answer is, it's, there is a guide there who is is working with you, and that is the love that you're feeling. The guy, the ex, 
who is with with you energetically sometimes it's time for you to seek out an energy practitioner more than likely michael will know who you could go to or he'd be able to find out i'm I'm not in your region, so I don't know, but you need to go and speak with and sit with an energy practitioner who can help you to cast off um, energy ties with people. And when you really, you're, you've got like a binding here, and what I'm being shown is there was a promise, and a promise is a keeper thing, and it was a promise in a past life that was made, and now it's turned into an obsession on his behalf. It's and it's like it just can't be broken. He can't see why you would break it. And no, he broke it. He broke it. Yeah, well, why does it keep coming back? Because you're, um, what you're telling me is you don't want him around. He keeps turning into a, a messy situation. So you're I don't want pushing... him around. I don't want him around because for so many years it's just been crazy. I mean, yeah. he's the love of my life. But I don't know that it can ever be. Okay. Well, I don't think that it should ever be again. And he he may have broken the promise in the first place, but we're not talking about a promise that was made in this lifetime. Right. We're talking about a promise, you know, I will be with you forever and ever. I will go to the ends of the earth to be with you. I will never, ever leave your side. You know that song by Sting, Every Breath You Take, I Will Be oh Watching God, You? Oh, God, he always said that to me. Oh, dear Does God. He? Okay, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to creep you out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, that that song to me represents a stalker. And that's what you've got your hands. That's what you've got on your hands here. And you really need to do something about that. I would also be exploring my legal options, as just so you know where you stand legally. If he does try and get back into your life, and if you if you need to, then get a DVO against him. But you really need to be making some big, strong um, actions towards breaking the bond, because there is a tie that binds you. It's a promise from a past life. They're also calling it a curse. So this is really, it was a promise that really ended up being a curse, which is what's happening now. And um, you need to break it. So there's energetic ties. Some people call them cords of energy that you have between two people. And that is why you can feel his presence, his spirit really close to you when he's starting to really think about you because that energy that energy tie just shoots his spirit close to you. Now I bet you can see his eyes in your mind sometimes too. But um, you've got this other guide. You've got this guide that really wants you to feel proper love and is really pumping the love into you because I don't feel that you can trust anymore either and you're never going to be able to have a really truly enjoyable loving relationship until you break the ties with this guy so that that's the message for you you do have love and support and spirit around you and it is time to break the ties with the guy so you you would be best to go and speak to an energy practitioner who um uh, and I keep hearing, and so Michael, you must be able to recommend somebody she can speak to either in person or over Skype. There's somebody that Michael knows who would be able to help you. Do you know what someone, an Michael? Pra- I'm sorry, I was going to say, what is an energy practitioner? I, I don't know exactly oh, okay. how you find them or... No, that's all right. Um, 
you know, that's that's like somebody, uh, a clairvoyant sometimes, but not all the time, but somebody who specializes in the healing arts and they in particular know about the workings of energy um, in, in human beings, in interactions with human beings. And it's because of that interest in energy that they are able to um, work with people's energy and remove negative uh, energy, dead wood energy from their aura and from their bodies if, necessar if necessary and bring in new energy. I know one lady who works strongly with Archangel Michael to remove negative energies and help break up cords of, that are binding people together. Um, I know of another person who uses a system called uh, RAW, R-A-W, it's an acronym, I don't know what it stands for, can't remember, but she is not a clairvoyant, she's an energy practitioner and she works specifically to release energy bonds, curses, promises, um, cords that bind people together um, uh, often also situations where people are uh, th using thought patterns that are, are not serving them anymore she works with that sort of thing to, to change that for people and make them have a happier life so that's that's the sort of thing that you need to in order to really release this guy and um if if they're a really good energy practitioner you'll start to find a change i had a friend who was dragging me down i loved it to bits but um it was really just the friendship was not going anywhere fast and i went to an energy practitioner and i said look i just want her to move on and have a happy life right. and that's what happened very quickly ah. so and and you know she was constantly contacting me and driving me nuts because I kept helping her but I got no gratitude for it at all you know I got complaints instead and uh, oh. I mean no that would drive anyone nuts and so yeah. I just wanted her to be a happy person and so went along and I said just get her to move on um, I still want to be her friend but I needed to move on and become a happy person and we did some energy work and very quickly she did. So uh, that's why I say you're in the USA. Michael is um, an excellent resource as far as I know. To he could, he could probably do it or he would know somebody, but you really need to find someone who can help you to remove that energy bond. Okay. Yeah, email me and, oh, yeah, email me and we can um, put you in touch with some people that can help you. Really? Oh, that yep. would be so fantastic. I would really appreciate that. Not a problem, dear. Uh, you can go to the website, bethelightmetaphysicalcenter.com, mm -hmm. and click on Contact Us, and you can contact me that way. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. That would be fabulous. You're very welcome, my dear. And let us know how everything goes, too, and don't forget to email me. I know. I will do it. I will definitely do that. Thank you. And God You're bless welcome. you both. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lots of love to you, Val. Yeah, I love doing energy work too. Cause it's uh, it's interesting how it can change people. Yes, it is, isn't it? The results can be quite phenomenal. What's the most interesting thing that you've ha had happen with you or one of your clients with energy work? Uh, I've seen it. You know, do some great changes to the you know to the way that they feel uh, health wise. Uh, you know, it all depends on the situation. 
But, uh, you know, because I've gone ahead and I've done uh, energy work on uh, my other half when he was in a hospital. And mm, almost a year ago, in, in December, he was in the hospital and uh, he had gone septic. And they told us this. He went in the hospital on a Monday. They told us this on a Tuesday. And by Friday, he was coming home. Oh, that's wonderful. And the doctors are like, uh don't understand this, but, uh, you know, you're not septic no more. You can go home. And I'm like, oh, I know what happened. I've been doing energy work on him. <laughs> you cleared it. Yep. So, but we did have, um, you know, a family doctor who um, is aware of, you know, energy work and stuff. And he's like, well, whatever you did, he goes, you know, it, it worked. He goes, because we're totally amazed at what's been going on. Hmm. So, but um, you know, it can help uh, mend broken hearts. To help you to, you know, to do some releasing. So it's, uh, it all depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah, and then poor old Val's situation. She just needs to have a complete release from that person, and her, her whole life will change because she'll no longer have that that negative energy dragging her down. Yeah, and just right now it's a great time to go ahead and uh, and to do things like that because it's a new moon. It's a great time for cleansing. Yes. You know, the same thing with a full moon uh, to go ahead and do cleansing and recharging and all, but uh, with a new moon you can definitely, uh, it's a time of releasing and, re- you know, removing those blockages and those ties that we have connected to people. And it's a great yes. time for Last night I did, um, the night before a new moon, it's always great to go ahead and do, especially here, because uh, I know your moon phases are different because you're south of us. But, um, you know, the the night before a new moon, it's always great to go ahead and do your protections when you're working with energy mm-hmm. and all. Put up your, you know, for psychics, you know, you put up your psychic protection and all, you're, or you're putting up your crystals around you. Just going ahead and getting those in place. And then on the, uh, the new moon, it's great to go ahead and release and cleanse. Yes, absolutely. And then you ask for uh, new energy to come in too in the in the full moon. Yeah. And um, you always must use gratitude, and I always make sure that I ask for something good for somebody else too. Yeah, that uh, definitely gratitude. So many people, um, you know, take everything for granted, and yeah. that's the one setback that some people do when they start learning energy work is they forget to be grateful about it. Hmm. And then they're like, oh, well, it's not working anymore. It's like, well, have you been grateful? Well, I, I thought I have. So, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, it's one of those things because, I mean, that's what I did last night. I did my protection and tonight after the show I'll be doing my cleansing, going around smudging every place and, you know, just redoing the energies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing to do. And um, regular psychic protection is a really important thing to do as well. Yeah, we're going to be starting some classes in um, December. And going in full swing into January is darkroom mediumship. And it's uh, about helping people open up their abilities to, to, to speak with spirit and their guides and all. And that's the one thing we're going to be teaching a lot of is um, how to do their protection. Ah. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a must, and I'm always rabbiting on about psychic protection any second I can, because I've I've been at the hands of um, spirits who 
I had allowed in by not putting up enough protection and I certainly don't want anybody to go through that situation. Psychic protection is, is your first and foremost and if you're going to be doing mediumship or channeling um, or any psychic work at all, but in particular them, you, you want to be setting those boundaries so that um, you only allow in the highest unconditional love. Yeah, definitely, and um, you know, people just forget about it, and it's it's one of the most important things to do when you're doing any kind of um, communication work. Yes, and also uh, I think a lot of people forget to cleanse and clear after their energy work. They, I know I have in the past, um, and and to shut down. So because if you remain open, then um, you forget that you've you created a sacred space. And you've got to break that and you've got to shut down. And I, I always ask that only messages come in that serve me and my family now and that I, I'm no longer working to be a, uh, a telephone for for spirit just now. I'm My psychic work is done. And that allows me to only get messages from my guides if there's something that I need to know about. Or, you know, if I need a car park or something like that, and I can just go on with my daily life. But um, good psychic hygiene is really, really important. So at the end of spiritual work, you really must shut shut yourself down and uh, cleanse and clear. Another thing that I was taught years ago by a lady was to, um, if you ever work at a fair or you do a lot of readings, it's really important that you get those bare feet onto the grass and that you ask Mother Earth to remove the auric shells of all those who have uh, you have read for so that they their energy doesn't interfere with your energy. Otherwise, you're carrying everybody's burden, which is no good. No, definitely not. Well, let's go ahead. We've got uh, a few more moments here. Oh, we lost Cat here. Oh, I was going to say we're going to take another call real quick, but all of a sudden it says we lost Cat. So we're going to go ahead and play a song then until Cat manages to go ahead and call back in. I'll be right back in just a moment. I'll go ahead and I'll cut out the song the minute she comes back in. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Kat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, speaking about energy work, I was like, okay. Yeah, Scott just dropped out. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, let's go ahead and take another call. And, and just as I was getting ready to say it, it was like I see on the screen it says, you know, uh, lost call, Cat Edwards. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so we'll oh, go well. Anyway, let's go ahead and try real quick and let's grab Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi. How can Kat help you? Um, I just have a question about this new person that I've started dating. I'm wondering if my guys have anything to say about him and what you think. May I have his first name only and his age, please? Josiah and 32. Okay, I'm going to go quiet for uh, just a, a quick minute, not not even a minute, just a couple of seconds. I'm just going to focus in on his energy, and I'm going to tell you what they have to say about him, okay? Okay, great. Thank you. 
Okay, the first thing that comes to me is strong force uh, with a beating heart. This is somebody who has a strong, a strong energy about him and his heart beats true. He ha also has um, some issues from the past that bend him, so they don't, uh, but he doesn't complain, but they do, they do create situations where he makes choices because of the past situations. So he hasn't fully learned a lot of lessons yet about the past. There is a warning in your heart, it seems, not in mine, but in yours about this becoming a full-blown relationship and that's something that you need to explore because if you don't explore that sense that you have and decide whether or not it has a foundation or if it's just simply a fear that has no place then you will never feel satisfied and that is one of the reasons why you've called up now because you've got something a warning in your heart but I feel that is something that just is necessary for you to to explore and to then realize whether or not it has a foundation. Now the next vision that I've got is of him riding a horse along a beach. So this is somebody who has an accomplishment to make. A horse is a creature that um, can be controlled but has a mind of its own and can only be controlled to a point. And this is what's happening in his life. He cannot fully, completely control his life. He rides along a beach. A beach can be a tranquil place or it can be a very choppy place where you can get whipped up with sand and, you know, sea spray it can be quite difficult. In the vision, it's a beach where there's no sand, there's no sand whipping him, but it's not, um, it's like an overcast day where the, the, the water is a bit choppy, which to me says that in his journey in life at the moment, there are some difficulties that he is having to move through. Though he won't take them lightly, he will be able to glide on through them and feel that sense of accomplishment. The next vision I have for him is like he's a knight and he uh, dressed like a middle ages and he pulls a sword but he doesn't pull it in anger he pulls it as in honor so you know how uh, knights would pull pull their sword and um hold it uh so the tip was in uh, so that the sheath of the sword was in front of their face and then they would walk forward so uh -huh. it, it was if um, they were doing something to honor another. So this is somebody who has a, a strong sense of honor. And also I'm being shown a, a strong sense of achievement. Now, um, if he's not already wealthy, he's destined to have wealth as well. Um, but he will be careful in sharing it. And this also goes back to the time when he was hurt before. So that link to the past, what happened to him in the past, is really dictating to him very strongly about how he will act in the future. Now there's also, I'm, now I'm seeing that there's a baby strapped to his stomach in a little carrier. So if he doesn't have a child already and you choose to go ahead and have a relationship with him, then there will be, you will bear a child with him. Now, um, the, the reason I see it as a child and not a metaphorical baby like, you know, a new, uh, business or something like that is because of the way that he looks at the child. He looks down with love 
and who looks down with nurturing. So this is a man who has the potential not to be a father but a daddy. Okay, and he's a strong-willed character who will work hard to accomplish things but will move forward in his life very easily if he doesn't get caught up in the small stuff and he doesn't let that past whip him anymore. Because the thing that they're saying to me is he's to his past, he's the whipping boy of the past. So he really has to move forward out of that. And I think that he will because that horse that he's on and that journey and that accomplishment that he will have is going to be a great thing in his life. Does okay. any of that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, I've only gone on like four dates with him. So I, I, I'm just barely getting to know him. Mm-hmm. So I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, now, do you think this is a good person for me, or should I keep? I feel like your the last reading you did was so was almost a reading for me too. Um, okay. Because I yeah I got out of a bad relationship like in December, so I'm just now starting to date again. Um, so that's why I'm asking about this new guy that I'm seeing because I don't know he's really kind of the first person I've dated since my last relationship so okay. I'm wondering you know should be... I keep dating other people should I date other people too and just see like you know what are, what are the messages all right that thanks for that because that confirms to me about that warning in your heart and the need for you to explore as to whether or not it has any foundation with this guy Okay, this new guy, because you don't want to end up with another misogynist or another creep or a weirdo, do you? Yes. No, I don't. No. And like no. I said, that last reading was like right on point with my yeah. with with me. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I would encourage you also to do some energy work and it might be wise for you to connect with Michael to get some more information about how he can help you or an associate of his can help you because you really need to clear that energy that you've got in your system that attracts deadbeat guys or guys that treat you badly or whatever you want to call Uh them. Okay, and that will really, that will answer your question about this particular fellow because... If he ends up in the category of not good enough for me because my heart is a precious gift and my bed is a sacred space, then he will fall by the wayside because you, have, by clearing the energy, have actually created a higher vibration for yourself. And you will you will vibrate at a higher level of being, which will then attract a higher level being to you for a mate. So that okay. I I would ask you to consider taking the time to work on yourself and to let a lot of that energy go so that you can then become that higher vibrational energy. And if he's meant to be with you, he'll, he he will be at that vibration that, that you want to get at. But as I said to you before, there are some past issues that he must release, but that's his journey. But I also mm-hmm. see that he will he will take it in his stride. He's worthy of a friendship, let's put it that way. He's worthy of a friendship, and I no, I wouldn't restrict myself to being, you know, jumping into bed with him or even, you know, making any commitment with him. I would explore a friendship with him, and I would also, you know, allow myself to have other friendships just now. Um, by not making a commitment to anybody but yourself, you are actually creating a situation where you are in the position of control and you are getting stronger. But, the, you know, the point of reference is your heart is a gift 
and your bed is a sacred space and those two things are only worthy of the truest heart and soul of another not of just anyone because just anyone who comes along is not worthy that you've seen what that ha that does it hurts it sucks it's full of crying and angst and blah 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 no one wants to go there so um I really feel that that's the guidance for you. You're you're the second one in a row. Go get some energy help and, <laughs> and um, yeah. get yourself sorted out. This fellow okay, is well, a that nice sounds fellow. Great. He's a nice What'd fellow, this Josiah. Yeah, he's Pardon? nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's pretty nice. I don't get a I don't get a bad feeling from him. I get a good feeling from him. I do, as I said, feel that he has some issues from the past. He has to to worry about um he has to deal with and and move forward from but i don't feel that he's a bad guy so yeah, I, he's worthy good. of continuing a friendship with absolutely okay take it slow that sounds take good it. do you see any like other guys that are coming oh yeah you're quite pretty aren't you um <laughs> you because uh you you've got quite the interest going on and because you've also be putting out the signals right now on a, on a subconscious level and um i can see you know coffee dates and dinner dates around you and I, i'm getting four the number four so about four guys four guys that okay. you would be having you know little dates with and uh you know deciding whether or not and all of that sort of thing but um be in control yeah. Being, okay. You be in control, and look if they like you, and you don't get the feeling back, you, you've got no ne zero obligation to take that any further. But the yeah. one that's yeah. worthy of a friendship with you is this jo Josiah. He is worthy of yeah. a friendship. Whether or not you want to take it into a full-blown romance is up to you. But he would be a lovely father to a child that you would have. Okay. Well, thank you so okay. much. Okay. Lots of love to you, Kelly. Thank you. Lots of love to you both, too. You too, dear. Good night. Good night. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot. Uh, so many people needing some energy work done. Yeah. yeah. So much healing that has to happen. When you have to be mad at me and introduce me, I'll be all over. Please, please, We've been so and um, you really have to clear a lot of that energy to come into that feminine goddess power that you know all, all women deserve to experience. Um, and men, men deserve to experience that that godly power that they have. And uh, you're not going to get it unless you really do a lot of work on yourself. Yeah, and that's just that we have to have to learn to go ahead and start doing that work on ourselves. Yeah, it goes hand in hand with spiritual growth. Yep. I think we've got time. Let's go ahead and grab one more quick call here. Okay. Let's see what we can do for Greg in New York. Hello, Greg. Yeah. Hello? Hello, how can Hello? we help you? You said Greg? Yes. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How can we help you? 
I just want a general reading. Hi, Hello? Greg. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How did you fare in the big storm? Uh, I had no lights for about a week. You know. Did you lose much food? Oh, I lost. Mm, I cooked it. Oh, you whatever did. Food, yeah, whatever food I had, I cooked. Yeah. So, and you seem to me like the sort of guy who would have had a barbecue or would have had um, time with your friends because there was not much else to do. Oh yeah, I did do that though. I did have a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I, cooked, I did have a barbecue. I cooked that with a with a grill, whatever food I had left. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're a really kind-hearted soul too, Greg, aren't you? Because I can, I I keep seeing you offering help to others, and that you're really good with your hands. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am, and I do do that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, um, and okay, and again, they're, they're telling me, like, your your guides really like your nature. You've got a really happy-go-lucky nature and um, that you tend to be somebody who gravitates to friends maybe that, that need help or support of you. Um, did did you bring strays home to mother when you were younger? <laughs> <laughs> you you seem to be the sort of guy that would collect um, brothers and sisters along the way who weren't, you know, brother from another mother type people who would be coming in for dinner at your place because you're you're saving everybody. Yeah, I know. I need to stop that habit. <laughs> well, you either need to stop it or make money out of it, buddy. Um, yeah. You know, what are you doing for a living now? Because you've got a real humanitarian bent and it's time to really act on it. Oh, right now, I'm a chef. I, I cook. Okay. I cook, I cook for a living right now. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> and are you encumbered? Do you have children? I have one. Okay. The reason that I ask is that I I feel that you would um, find a lot of satisfaction in taking a journey and donating your time to help others with your skills that you have. So, for example... Uh, you may want to look at going to a Red Cross camp and cooking up food for them, or you know, just in your in uh, where you know in a neighbourhood that's been really badly hit, you might go around and get donations from butchers and bakers and candlestick makers, anybody, and cook up a storm for the people who are re- doing the rebuild. Uh, and okay, message and the message is that from there you will actually start some kind of foundation. This is a choice that you have. You don't have to do it if you don't want, but you wanted a general reading. This is the information I'm getting for you. So no, there is I, a... I was thinking of doing that, though. Awesome. Okay, good. Because it's yeah. it's like it's like a foundation. It's like a, a charity work, however, it's paid. So don't think that uh-huh. you would find yourself struggling to pay your own rent um, even though you're helping other people, 
there is a way. Now, not-for-profit organizations pay people. So there is a way around it, but it starts with humble beginnings. Okay? Oh. Wow. And you might you'd have an army of chefs who, you know, like there's Medicine Sans Frontieres, so there's there's um, Doctors Without Borders. You you might be chefs without borders. So you guys all charge on in and help people in your holidays. And in the disaster zones or places where you know people really need help. And um, you also might find that you have, uh, you know, like uh, Jamie Oliver has those 15 restaurants where he gets kids off the street and teaches them the trade of chefing. You might find yeah. that something like that works well for you as well. But it all comes from humble beginnings. It comes from getting others to donate and for you to cook up a storm. And, and from there that becomes a regular thing. I can see people donating their time other ways by providing you know, live music and entertainment and um, for it to be like a community festival thing. I know that there's been like a, a big event with Sting and Christina Aguilera and, a, you know, all big, big named people. But this isn't, this isn't big name. This is uh, people in the community getting together yeah. and, and and you're the center of it and you're the source of it. If you've been thinking about it, go ahead and do it. In a, a month's time, you'll be amazed what you can, you can achieve and you'll really make your child proud, really proud. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah, you can do it, mate. You can do it. <laughs> you're an inspiration. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, as far as, like, um, love interest, what do you see for me? Okay. Um, first of all, the thing that comes to my mind is you're a lover, not a fighter. So you're somebody who falls in love well when you do it. And um, your heart goes. So you and your knees go at the same time. Um, you have to remain, the message is to remain guarded just now for a period of time there is a woman coming but she's too much of a girl for you she's not a woman enough and at first you will find her attractive but you don't don't allow yourself to commit your heart to her until her full character has been revealed and the true colors have been revealed because this is not she might be say age 28 but she's still 18 in her mind she's still a girl she needs to become a woman and a, a humbling experience with that um so i see her with kind of like curly big hair and dark hair um she's slight she's petite uh and and she's got a very powerful voice and a very strong mind but she's not mature enough there is a woman coming after her who is a woman this is somebody who is mature. She has a more womanly figure included, and she has a kindness about her and a way with her hands. She does something with her hands, so if she would compliment you. So, and, and I keep hearing like pastry chef. She's somebody who would compliment you, so that between the two of you, you'd make amazing meat pies. You know what I mean? So she. She comes with a very gentle heart. She puts love into everything that she does. But um, I get a period of one to two around her. So, uh, And they're saying from the time you've been waiting. So one to two years from the time you've been waiting, when from the time that you've been ready to have a relationship, she comes to you within that time period of one to two years. So there's a stumbling of the girl who's not quite a woman, and then there's the woman. 
okay? And she'll be a keeper. Uh, Two of you will complement each other. Wow. That's, yeah, that was great. That was really <laughs> deep there. <laughs> I said you read that on the nose. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you, you're happy with that. You, my friend, are somebody who is an absolute leader in the community and an inspiration to others. Take up the role. You are really going to go far. You can take this worldwide if you want, but the first step is in believing in yourself. And do it uh -huh. for your child. Do it for your child because you want your child to see just the kind of man that you are. And you want your child to emanate that. So you, by making your child proud, you are uh, knowing that you are doing the right thing for everybody. Wow. And, and the, the whole thing is I wanted to do it for my child too. Yeah. That's exactly what you said. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. This is crazy. This is, my, this is my second time doing this. This is wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> Well, you're the impressive one. You've got something wonderful to offer the world, and that's impressive, especially when there's so many selfish people out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you make a difference, and, and I'll look to see you on TV soon, being interviewed on Letterman and all those other shows. We get them right here. Sometimes I'm up late and I see them, and I'll make sure I'm looking out for you. All right, definitely. And I'll make sure I mention your name. <laughs> Love, Greg. All right, thank you. Bye. Have a good night. Bye -bye. Good night. I love when people like that call up and all, and it's like, wow. <laughs> it's like, how in the world are you doing it? How do you know that? It's like, well, you know, I'm getting these messages for you. Yeah. <laughs> So do you have anything coming up uh, any uh, real soon that you want to go ahead and promote to anybody who's uh, listening in who may be in your area? Yes, as I said in the show, um, this weekend with the speaker and I will be at the Center from 10 to 4 on Friday and Saturday. And um, I will be giving a spiritual discussion and platform readings for one hour on each day. And uh, you can also book in for a reading with me um, during the day. And you can pre-book the readings with Craig. I don't have his phone number in front of me, but if you connect with me on my Facebook page at Cat Edwards uh, Spiritual Coach and Mentor, um, you will see the flyer for the Wellness and Psychic Expo. And you can also just ask me for his number and I'll, I'll shoot it on over to you. Cool. Well, I want to thank you for joining us, my dear. It's uh, been a pleasure, as always. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to go ahead and get you booked back on the show again real soon. That would be wonderful. Now, go ahead and uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, beautiful day. I will. It's almost 3 o'clock in the afternoon here now. Yes. You're enjoying the rest of your day, and I'm going to get ready and go to bed soon. <laughs> Okay, you do that. <laughs> All right, my dear. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, don't forget, everyone, visit Kat Edwards on her website. And let her know how much you appreciate her for joining us, and uh, you know we'll get her back on here again real soon. And don't forget, we're off tomorrow night. Join us Thursday night. We've got the best of the best, as always, on here. And you have to call in early in order to get a spot on air with us, hopefully.
So right now, go ahead and mark us as a favorite and set up your little email reminders, and it'll go ahead and let you know when the shows are coming up. And this where you can go ahead and start dialing in 15 minutes ahead of time. So, until Thursday night, everyone, know this. Know that you are loved, because Arlene loves you, Teresa loves you. We miss Teresa. Rich loves you, Kat loves you, God loves you, and so do I. Have a good night, everybody.